Hello, my name is Selena. And my name's Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Another week, another episode. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome to Piping Hot. I am feeling frantic as Selena already <laughs> knows, but we're here. We're recording. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fantastic episode, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm actually very excited to discuss rom-coms. Um I'm yeah. very curious to see what you chose. But I feel like based on like last Last week's episode, I'm, like, afraid that I'm throwing you too many curveballs, and I feel bad. <laughs> I feel really bad. So, I, a part of me is like, okay, you're either going to know mine, or you're going to be like, oh, I guess that could be yours, Like, I, but I didn't think of it. So, I mean, it could go yeah. either way. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm very excited. How has your week been, dude? Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. I'm going into the office tomorrow, which is, like, still so wow. weird. I know. I mean, I've gone in, in. Um, I think the last time that I went was before the wedding. So I mean, I've okay. gone a couple of times prior, but it's still just like really weird of like waking up and like I have to get ready and then I have to commute and it's just like so much more time added on. It's it's still yeah. like so weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, what a huge adjustment, but Maybe it'll be fun to see your coworkers. Who's to say? <laughs> yeah. Okay, they are they are providing free lunch tomorrow, which is why I'm going oh, in. Oh, heck so. yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. a win. That is right? a win. That is reason enough. Done. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing more I love than free food. I was just telling my friend yeah. about that the other day because one of the departments, like, in the School of Medicine, they um, had, like, this free free grilled cheese truck so we got like these free fancy grilled cheeses with like tater tots and I was living my best life dude actually I wasn't because that was the day that I donated my blood and I thought I was about to faint but it was (laughs) really good (laughs) oh my gosh wait that reminds me of this random freaking story freshman year back in college I went to a frat party it was like a darty so it was like before a football game and we were on like frat row at some random frat, I don't know what it was. This like food truck pulls up next to um, next to the house, and it's kind of like in an alleyway or whatever. And it's so weird. It smells so good. Okay. Also, imagine it's like 10 a.m. You're already so drunk, and I like had a breakfast, aka a granola bar or whatever. And I smell <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> right. Right. I smell like fried food like a hamburger and like fries and I'm like damn that smells so yes good. <laughs> I go up there and I think I had my wallet or whatever so I was like okay you know what it's fine I'm like I was like super super poor but I was like I'm so hungry I'm gonna buy myself some food <laughs> I go up there and I get a burger and some fries and I go to hand my car he's like oh no no it's free I was like, no, it's not. He's like, no, I was going to say like, there's nothing better when like you've been drinking and then all of a sudden you get this food and it's just, oh yes. And then the fact that it's free, uh uh-uh, that's amazing. I was, I was literally so shook, but I was so, so excited. And then I went back and I told everyone at the frat, I was like, you guys, it's like, 
it's all free. And then that's mm-hmm. when, like, the line started. So I was, like, first, but whatever. You go, girl. <laughs> yes, get the front of the line, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, amazing. How has your week been since I last talked to you? It's been good. I mean, I feel like I've been pretty busy. I've been hanging mm-hmm. out with my friends some. I remember last episode we talked about going through our closets I did do that I like did a deep clean of my closet and I organized I need to send you pictures of my drawers and like my hanging stuff because I know that's like obnoxious but I literally like color coded it and like folded it really nicely because I'm psycho but it is like the best feeling that I have all of that crap I don't need anymore like out of the way yeah and just so that took a while and then I have my graduation ceremony tomorrow so by the time people Mm -hmm. will be listening to this it will already have passed but my parents Mm -hmm. are coming into town and my sister and so I've been trying to prepare for that and just so many things going on. I don't even know why it's felt so chaotic, but it just has felt yeah. very chaotic. So. Oh, no, I bet. But, no, that's so exciting that, like, you get a walk tomorrow. Like, finally. <laughs> I know. After not having had a ceremony, rude. Um, I, mean, I know. It's not really anybody's fault at all. But. I know. <laughs> I am excited to have a ceremony. Good. So. That's yes. good. What are you drinking What today? are you I was just going to ask up. you the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Selena, <laughs> what are you drinking today? <laughs> um, I am drinking peppermint tea. I don't know. I was just feeling a little cozy um, today. I think it's going to rain later. But, um, but yeah, just feeling like something cozy and familiar. So I was like, okay, peppermint is nice. the way to go. Not the yeah, what about you? peach bellicini today. <laughs> it's funny Did because you check? I have I haven't I have I was gonna say that I had to move that out of the way to grab my peppermint and I was thinking I was like now I'm just gonna call it like peach benicili or like I'm gonna call it something different every single time now and not and purposely like not call it the right thing like you know <laughs> that's amazing um but I am drinking a crowd favorite, Sprite. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or whatever, I'm in a hotel right now because I had to check in for my family early before I go pick them up from the airport. And I'm staying with them in the hotel because I was like, well, I'm going to stay somewhere with air conditioning. Why the heck not? So <laughs> I forgot quite a few of my things. It's been a crazy day, but I do have Sprite with me. No tea, unfortunately. I think I would do well with some stress relief right now. But the Sprite will do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sprite is like a solid, a solid drink, okay? Mm. (laughs) It is. It is. Wait, I saw, I saw, wait, I saw a dad (laughs) joke on TikTok about Sprite and, and, um, it was like, oh, my wife asked me to go get like six cans of Sprite, but I came, I came back with like seven up or something it was so clever and it it was like a wordplay but it was so funny and it took me so long to understand it but it was basically just playing on the fact that like he got seven up but she asked for six cans I don't know I'm telling it so badly right now I'm sitting here like trying to understand what the joke is like I (laughs) I should just never, never, ever reference another TikTok on the podcast because I obviously cannot recount it correctly. 
I love your TikTok references. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, I will send it to you. It is funny, okay? <laughs> Trust Amazing. me. Amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to just crack up. <laughs> what pop culture moments do you have this week? I have a couple, actually. Okay. So, yeah, to start off, Courtney and Travis finally got married. Did you see that? Legally, thank goodness. Yes. Because, like, their whole, like, Vegas thing, like, wasn't like real or whatever but then they finally did legally get married i did see that i don't think the kids were invited to the wedding again i was just gonna say that because like i don't know you if you're doing it a second time you can do it differently you know so i'm interested to see when that episode airs on their show and like how everyone reacts you know no, 100%, because I feel like after the engagement, the whole episode was just talking about how the kids should have been there since Travis's kids were there and all of these different yeah. things. And so now the fact that the kids didn't even get to go to the wedding, like, I get if you wanted to be just you two, but like, thinking about, especially Courtney's kids, they're old enough to understand, or at least Mason is, I think, and Penelope. Yeah. But I don't know about the younger one. But um, they're old enough to understand. And I'm like, come on now. Like, yeah. they're going to look back at that and be really bummed out. That doesn't feel good. Like, it doesn't feel good. And you know what? They're probably too young to even, like, understand and process that correctly. Like, it's just like, you know, there's just so many mm-hmm. different... Whatever is going through Courtney's head is not going to translate well. Because they're kids, right? It's like, yeah. oh, like, my mom didn't want me there. But it's like, oh, yeah, your mom didn't want you there. And they take it at face value. I know. Um, My second one is that Selena Gomez hosted SNL. Oh, my gosh. I'm so obsessed with her. Like, everything about her. And I feel like I've grown up (laughs) with her. And I was like, I I felt like it was like my friend up there. I was like so, so happy about that. And she did a really good job. Um, I will say her attitude is like very very chill like she's just very chill vibes like a little bit Mm -hmm. of a deeper voice like just and I loved her impression of Miley Cyrus I thought that was really funny (laughs) did you get a chance to watch her whole monologue I did not no it's on my like watch later playlist on YouTube but gotcha I was so excited to see her do that because I was like I feel like she should have already done it at this point, you know? Like, I feel like she was already big enough to do it. Maybe she, like, was she a musical guest on SNL, but she's never hosted? I, gotta be. There's gotta be something. There's no way she's never been on SNL before. That just doesn't seem like it would be accurate to me. That's why I was thinking, I was like, it feels weird that this is, like, her first time hosting because I feel like she should have already done it or she should have already done something of the mm-hmm. sorts. But I did see the a little snippet of the skit with her and Post Malone and Post Malone, like, messing up his one single line that he had. <laughs> Wait, I did not see that. So... I don't I don't remember what the skit's about, but it's basically these like babies in the crib and they have like a a camera in the crib to see what they're doing. And suddenly there's like a third baby in there somehow and the third baby is post Malone. And they're like they're like knocking at the the crib 
mm-hmm. and they're looking into the camera, and Post Malone goes, wait, what does he go? He goes like, oh, I'm, I want some milk, but then he wasn't supposed to say milk, he was supposed to say something else, oh, <laughs> and so he goes, no. oh, I want, I want some milk, oh no, I want some food, and then he like... <laughs> laughs and it's very clear he fucked up (laughs) it's like it's so like such a post malone moment that i was just like oh my god okay but here's the thing i honestly maybe this is not a very nice thing to say i don't think snl Mm. is all that funny anymore sometimes oh okay i love watching them like break character that stuff oh, yeah. I think is hilarious. And so I need to go back and watch that. Did you also see yeah. there was a clip going around this week of Colin Jost and one of the other girls or one of the actresses, comedians on the show. I want to say her first name mm-hmm. is Sarah. I don't know her last name. But basically mm-hmm. he was like, you know how he does like the weekend updates or whatever? So like yeah. at that desk, he was talking to Sarah and she was like, you know what, I'm not going to explain it well, so you just need to go watch it because it's really funny, okay? okay? I The okay. more that I talked, the more I was like, that's not going to make sense when I explain it. So <laughs> I was like, better stop myself there because that's not going to make any sense. Anyways, okay, I will, this is going well. I will go watch it. I really, really like when Pete Davidson is in skits because he always breaks character and you can tell he's like trying to hold it so hard which i think is Mm -hmm. makes it even funnier yes exactly (laughs) that it's like the church giggles when you're not supposed to laugh it makes it so much more funny you know (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly third thing yes they released who the next season of bridgerton would be about Yes, that's on my list too, and I'm gonna freak <laughs> out. It's my people. It's pollen. I'm so excited. Okay, let me just say something before I know what you're gonna say. Okay, yes, Colin's mean. Yes, it was supposed to be Benedict. Yes, Penelope's on her ape shit, doing whatever she's doing, but guess what? This season is going to be the season of growth. We're going to see Colin actually not be rude and not talk crap about Penelope. We're going to see Penelope as Lady Whistledown, which I will be very interested to see how Colin finds out that that's who she is. Mm -hmm. But what I was telling you this when we were talking about it outside of the podcast, I need to see Penelope not just like fall into Colin's lap after what he Mm -hmm. said at the end of last season. Because if she does, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be so mad. Where's our strong women? Come on now. Yeah. And the thing is, too, I told you over text is that the end of season two, she had a huge breakthrough. So it makes me think that she would stop to hesitate and be like, no, Colin, I heard what you fucking said about me. But also, again, too, with Eloise, that whole huge thing that whole blowout I feel like her character is now on a different path in a sense that like she's not the normal Penelope that we think of anymore who's like a little ditzy and like you know like wide-eyed at like every guy Mm -hmm. who looks at her like I feel like she's a lot harder going into season three 
Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you, which I'm really excited to see that other side of her. And I actually relate yes. to Penelope a lot about that. I was just saying mm-hmm. um, there's this app called Cappuccino where you can send like little snippets to your friends. Um, you mm-hmm. have Cappuccino? Yeah, me and my sisters do it. <gasps> We should do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But... Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, one of the questions was like, what's something that people get wrong about you? And so what I was talking about is that people sometimes think I'm kind of dumb just because of like how mm. I talk or my sense of humor or sometimes I just say what comes to my mind, even if it's not a fully mm. formed thought yet. So sometimes that comes yeah. off as ditzy, which to be fair, a little bit, yes. But sometimes mm. people think I'm stupid or whatever, and I'm not stupid, yeah. you know, and so, or maybe like naive or whatever. So I relate to Penelope yeah. in that sense where it's like she comes off as very wide-eyed like you said or very innocent or naive or whatever but she's controlling all the shit and nobody knows it so she's pulling all the strings and no one knows it she's like trying to keep her act of being like ditzy and stuff but again I think next season it's gonna be just a different ditzy it's gonna be very I don't know, just very different, and I'm excited. The thing that I will have to say about Colin is yes. that he's going to try, he has to try really, 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 mm-hmm. really, really freaking hard to win me over. Because right mm-hmm. now, I am not anywhere near the Colin train. <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-mm. I am on the Duke Hastings and the Anthony Bridgerton train, okay? I don't even see the Colin Bridgerton train, okay? It's not even in my view. Like, I'm not, no. I, I can't. Not right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am on the Colin train because <laughs> I feel like he is age appropriate for me. So with that. What? I'll leave that <laughs> yes. In real life. Not okay. in the show. Not in the show. I thought he's like 21. Is he not? He's 24. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is he? Let me look it up. I follow Wait, because then how old is... Benedict, because, wait, because Ant- I know Anthony's at least 30. <gasps> oh my gosh, wait, Colin's 29 in real life? No, no he's not. Yes, he is. Wait, 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 that, he that is. actor is 29. Plays? Yes, the actor is 29. Holy, God. he has a baby face. Yes. Wait, 29? Wait, how old is the guy who plays Anthony Bridgerton? I want to say 33 because I may or may not have looked this up today. Hold on. <laughs> um, <and> <laughs> <laughs> um, 34. He just turned 34 on April 25th. <gasps> Happy birthday. I love you. Um, <laughs> 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 like he listens to this podcast. Um <laughs> happy birthday jonathan bailey we love you (laughs) have a good day because because um phoebe who plays what's her name daphne daphne i can't i can't keep these names straight her name is phoebe she's like 26 right yeah she's 27 how old is how is reggie 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 john yeah He's um, 34. Is he 30? Yeah, I, so I knew him he was and Jonathan Bailey okay. are the same age. Yeah. God, oh my God, he's 29, though. The guy who plays Colin is 29. That blows my mind. Hey, still in my age bracket, so like, let me know. Yeah. But <laughs> let me know. we are way off these past two weeks. What the 
heck is going on? We can't guess yeah. anything. We're throwing each other. What is going yeah. on? I'm so sorry I for don't you know. guys listening. My brain is not. <laughs> hopefully by next week it'll be complete again. I don't know. I yeah. Don't. Fourth thing. Yes. Theoni and I got tickets to see her future husband, I was Joshua bring Bassett. That up. Okay, but let me just tell you guys this story because Selena is the love of my life. Okay, let me just tell you about this. Okay, so we're in, we got the artist's like pre-sale order code or whatever because mm-hmm. we signed up for it. So we're like, we're getting tickets. So. We're there 15 minutes before on the website, Snapchatting and texting each other about how we literally mm-hmm. are about to like pee our pants because we're so nervous about this because they have a little countdown on the screen and yeah. I'm like, my anxiety does not need that. So as we're waiting, it finally gets to the time, 12 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so we're sitting there and there's this little circle going around and around for both of us. And we're like, what the heck is going on? So then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Selena's like, I'm in. And I'm like, oh, great. Yay, yay, yay. But then she's like, I got kicked out or whatever. And I was like, well, crap. So then I was trying to do it, but I could not get in. And then finally, when they let me in, all of the tickets were gone. And I was texting mm-hmm. Selena. I was like, I'm so done with this. This is ridiculous. I had the code. And then, and then. And then I'm going to freak out again. And then she texts me a picture. And then underneath in all caps, it just says, Happy Graduation, Queen. And she got two tickets. And I literally, when I tell you I started crying, I started crying. And then my roommate Kira hears me screaming. And she's like, what's going on? And I was like, so I got tickets. And then I was freaking out. And then, and I was literally crying. And then Selena's like, well, I got two tickets, but like, they're for you. So like, I don't have to come or like, blah, blah, blah. Ask whoever you want. I was like, Selena, what the heck? Like, of course, like what? That's not even a question. Like, what is happening? So I am basically the happiest girl in the whole world. And I'm going to go see Joshua Bassett. And it's going to be the best moment of my life. And I'm just crossing my fingers that Selena's able to make it out here but obviously it's in the tickets are for the boston show because there wasn't really any Mm -hmm. near minneapolis and so Mm -mm. that's how it worked out so i'm hoping selena can come crossing my fingers but yeah sorry i just got like really high pitch but i'm so excited like i when you sent me that picture i yeah i lost it i lost it it's funny because, like, I didn't even think that I was buying tickets. Like, that's how surreal it was and how quick <laughs> it was, too, of, like, I was, like, shaking, putting in my, like, credit card number in. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to hurry because, like, what if these tickets disappear again? And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. And then I finally clicked, like, purchase, and then it brought me to that confirmation page. And I was like, mm-hmm. I think I bought them. I think, like, at that point still because I was like, oh, my God, it's so surreal. Like, it happened mm-hmm. so fast. Um but yeah, no, it was wild getting tickets. I hate getting concert tickets. They're so I stressful. Know. And then we went and looked at like sites like SeatGeek, Ticketmaster, whatever yeah. afterwards. And of course, we got the tickets for a pretty good price. But then yeah. we looked at the websites and it was in the hundreds of dollars. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. not how much the ticket cost though. And that's just so frustrating for people yeah. who didn't get tickets because these sites got them first like that just makes me so angry 
Yeah, and they're just basically trying to resell them at a higher price, which is yeah. so, so annoying. Like, that's so annoying. That, ugh. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm super excited to see him. I think he's going to be fantastic. Like, I can't, I can't wait. I know I said this in the podcast before, like, back on a Dead Our Joshua Bassett episode, <laughs> but yes. I really need him to perform his song, Sorry. Because it's one of mm-hmm. my favorites of his. And I just need to hear him play that one piano part. The do-do-do-do-do. Oh, my gosh. Something about that makes my heart sing. <laughs> so I just... Yeah. Okay, I'm not even going to... Otherwise, this is going to turn into another Joshua Bass <laughs> episode. But I... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, last thing that I have on my list... Yes. ...is that Britney Spears had a miscarriage... I saw that, and I was so heartbroken for her. Same. Especially, she just got out of the conservatorship, and she's finally able to have another kid like she wanted, and with her fiancé and all of these things. I know. I just, there's no, that loss, I can't even, like, fathom it. Like, until you're that, until you have a miscarriage, I don't think you can understand what that feels like. I just want her to be happy. Like, the universe needs to stop fucking with her and just give Literally. her happiness. Like, I Literally. felt like I was Can that guy. Happy? Yes, I felt like I was the guy literally yelling, like, leave Britney alone. Like, just <laughs> leave her alone. Literally. Like, I just want her to have everything she ever wants in the universe. And, like, this is the last thing that she needs. And I was just like... Oh, my God. Like, I know. I know they can try again. And, you know, they can... It's this is not like the the end line for them or whatever, but it just sucks. It sucks to like have something that you really really want in your grasp and then it's gone. Yeah, and obviously you can be a mom of like different kinds at any age, but like of course it gets yeah. more difficult to do that naturally as you get older. Of course, and yeah. so I just I wonder what they'll decide to do, and I hope they figure it out and are able yeah. to have a kid together. However, that ends up happening for them. Um, but yeah, just just wild. Just wild. Yeah. So that's it for my pop culture stuff. Do you have anything on your list? Not that you haven't said already. So, because my, <laughs> my two things were The Miscarriage and then Bridgerton uh-huh. Season 3. So, yeah. You already hit it, hit it all, girl. <laughs> so oh. then... We should dive in to the episode topic for today. Yes! Like Selena said, we're going to dive in now, but of course we have to include our honorable mentions because that's just who we are. So (laughs) I have about seven um, on my honorable mentions list. However, this is not an exhaustive honorable mentions list, but I could not do 19 honorable mentions like I did the last episode. (laughs) And I'm not even 100% confident the one that I'm going to discuss is my favorite because I love rom-coms. And there were just too many to think about that I had to decide and just, like, go for it at some point because I was like, I want to talk about all of these. It's a problem. Yeah. So. Okay. 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So the first rom-com on my honorable mentions is Letters to Juliet. I have not seen that movie in so long. Holy crap. I don't know if that counts as a rom-com or just like a romance movie. I'm not sure. Mm, I would but that's... say it's a rom-com. Okay. Because I, yeah. I tried to like weed out what's a romance movie and like what's a rom-com. So like I didn't include things mm. like The Notebook or 
whatever. Yeah. The second one on my honorable mentions is 27 Dresses. And I know it's basic, but I freaking love that movie. Also, James Marsden is the Dilf of my dreams. I love him. <laughs> I love him, and he doesn't get enough credits. Uh, seriously, yeah. have you seen him in Enchanted? Have you <gasps> Have you seen that movie he's in called The Best of Me? No, but he doesn't he, age. That's the thing. He does not age. And I don't know why I called <laughs> him the Dilf of my dreams. That's actually making me really uncomfortable that that came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know i st- i'm just gonna, i'm just gonna stand by it because I, he's a beautiful man he really yeah. is the next on my honorable mentions which i don't know if this is like a rom-com really but i put okay. down she's the man okay i th- i would say that's a rom-com okay okay and then the other one i have is hitch who does it star will smith Ava Mendez, I believe, and Kevin James. Okay, I have heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. I think yeah. it's a rom-com. I had a hard time like so. deciphering what was like a like really a rom-com and what wasn't. The next rom-com I have, which I just watched the other day, and I forgot how much I love it. Like, I literally love it. When I tell you I was screaming and I had to pause it, it's called Set It Up. It's on Netflix with Zoe Deutsch and Austin McSomething. I am literally, like, that movie is so freaking good. Like, it's insane. I'm so impressed that that movie was Mm -hmm. so good. I love that movie. Love, love, love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and then the last on my rom-coms list is My Big Fat Creek Wedding. I... Love that movie so much, okay? And yeah. obviously, like, Greek, Greek, you know, like, <laughs> we love it. But but it's, like, it's actually such a good, like, funny movie, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. have to include it on my list. It's also one of the highest grossing rom-coms of all time, I'm pretty sure. Which yeah, is, like, I've nuts. heard about that, too. Yeah. All right, what are your honorable mentions, buddy? Okay, I don't have... A long list, but I have three. So the first okay. one is Set It Up on Netflix. <laughs> I just love it. It's so good. It's so good. Like, their chemistry together, but then the comedic aspects. Like, it's just yeah. so, oh, my God, so good. The next one is She's the Man, which I would consider a rom-com. Oh, my gosh. Wait, look at our list. Okay. I know, right? But, yeah, no, because I, I think She's the Man is, like, just a classic. Like, such a classic. I dressed up as that for Halloween this past year. I know year. you like, did. I literally I love that movie. <laughs> you like Gouda? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so like, good. It's so funny. The last one on my honorable mentions is The Proposal. I knew I was forgetting something. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at myself. So, Lena. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. I'm having a moment. I need to, like, go. Oh, my God. You do. Okay, okay, okay. I knew I was forgetting something. I felt it in my soul. I felt, I said that before I started saying my honorable mentions. You don't understand. The Proposal is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not joking. It's so I'm good. I'm so mad. So I should have put it as my, like, one I'm. 
Are you rethinking your your list now and you're like number one? No, I just can't believe I forgot about that because I genuinely okay. like my family knows I love that movie. I watch it all the yeah. freaking time. You know it's what that hilarious. So funny. Oh my gosh. And yeah. Betty White's iconic. I freaking I love know. her. I yeah. Know. Another rom com I forgot about. Have you seen The Ugly Truth? I have with not. With Katherine Heigl and Gerard Butler. You would die. You need to watch no. that movie, Selena. Okay. You need to watch it. Okay. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. I just had a moment. Like, I'm I'm really yeah. mad at myself, but it's fine. Okay, I'm trying to think what your number one is. After hearing all your honorable mentions, like, I'm... I don't know. I feel, like, a little stuck. Like, maybe your, your favorite is, like, something I wouldn't expect. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think you definitely could... You definitely could suspect it or expect okay. it or what's the word. But, yeah. Do you have any guesses? How to lose a guy in 10 days. Just go with it. I think that's it. Like, I'm trying to think of other, like, rom-coms. I don't know. I guess the, the, those are the only two that I'll say because I don't I don't know. Okay. So, the rom-com that I would like to discuss, which is also one of my favorite movies of all time. Not quite beating the proposal, but that's okay. 13 going on 30. <gasps> I should have I should have known I should have known <laughs> I'm angry at myself <laughs> no don't I don't know if we've ever really even talked about that but I love that movie we, we definitely did talk about it on the podcast before very briefly yes remember that's when we why I said about I should have known <laughs> I love this movie like everything about it to me is just Oh, I love that. I love it. Okay, so for those of you listening, I'm going to just read a quick synopsis if you haven't seen it. Um, If you haven't, go see it. Go see all the ones we um, listed because they're all awesome. Okay, this synopsis I got from IMDb because I didn't like rewatch it for the podcast um, because I've seen it like so many times I haven't memorized. But here's the synopsis from IMDb. A girl who's sick of the social structures of junior high is transformed into a grown-up overnight. In this feel-good fairy tale, teenager Jenna wants a boyfriend, and when she's unable to find one, she fantasizes about being a well-adjusted adult. Suddenly, her secret desire becomes a reality, and she is transformed into into a 30-year-old. But adulthood, with its own set of male-female challenges, isn't as easy as it looks. And so this movie stars Jennifer Garner... And Mark Ruffalo as, like, the main two people. Yeah, and it's really, really fantastic. I mean, their chemistry is so good. The casting is just fantastic in this movie. Like, even um, Judy Greer, who plays Jennifer Garner's best friend, she always plays the mean girl. Um, But she is, like, a fantastic actress. Just everyone in this movie is so good, and I... I just love the way the cast interacts with each other, but you've seen this movie before, correct? I have, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember, like, loving it and just being like, I wish I was a grown-up. Like, I wish I could do that, go into a closet and be a grown-up right away because obviously no one wants to be in middle school or no one wants to go through high school. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I kind of, like, took my time in middle school, like, or high school, you know? Because it's, like, being a grown-up kind of sucks, and I just, like, just to chill as a kid, you know? 
No, 100%, because I feel like that is kind of a theme of the movie, right? It's like she's trying to grow up mm-hmm. so fast because of all the drama of middle school. And yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why so many people love it is it's so relatable. Like we all remember going yeah. through like awkward, just like what felt like the worst thing possible in middle school, mm-hmm. you know, and now living life, you're like, Honey, boo-boo, you did not know what was going to hit you. But, like, it it just, it seemed like the world was ending at the time. And you just, you hope to grow up and just have a life or whatever. But you only have one life, you know? You got to take your time with it. One scene that is, like, cemented in my mind. Like, the the one scene I think about when I think about that movie is that, like, dance scene. (laughs) I literally, oh, of course I was going to talk about that. It's one of my favorite scenes. It's so iconic. And one of my yes. fun facts, actually, Mark Ruffalo almost turned down the role of Matt because of the dance scene. He was like, I don't want to do it. This is too intimidating. I don't know how to do that. Which, knowing Mark Ruffalo, I could totally see. Oh, yeah. Mark was like, not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another scene that I love in that movie, and I don't know if you remember this. Those of you listening who have seen the movie recently or maybe remember it really well, when she goes over to her, like, boyfriend's apartment, even though she doesn't even know it's really her boyfriend and he's the hockey player, and he starts doing, like, she's like, oh, want to play a game? You have, like, Monopoly or, like, whatever? And he was like oh, yeah, I'll play a game. And he's being all, and she's like, what are you doing? You're kissing my ear. Like, that tickles. And she's like, what are you? It's, like, so cringy. And then, and then he, like, goes to turn on music, and he turns on Ice Ice Baby, and he does this (laughs) thing where he takes, like, the, like, a pretend stick, and he goes, shh. And then he does this really stupid, like, laugh where he's like, uh, uh, and he's, like, doing, like, a strip tease. And it is, like, the most cringy scene ever. But it's so funny because she's like, what? how did I get here? Yeah. Like, it's so like, bad. What is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I think <laughs> I remember when I watched that with my little cousin for the first time and <laughs> we were like dying. It's so funny. Just like the dynamic of her being like a 13 stuck in a 30 year old's body is like so funny. And I especially love when she finally like makes these friends but they're all like high schoolers and they all go over to her apartment for a slumber party and they're like talking yeah. about her boy problems and then they start dancing to love is a battlefield and like it's just perfect like there are so many memorable scenes in this movie that i just feel like are so iconic like it's so well done another scene that i love which is like romantic and just so cute is when they're like her and matt are like kind of reliving their childhood a little and they go to this store and they buy razzles and then they're like what what color is your tongue and she's like razzle red and it's like so cute and then they go on the swings and then of course they like fall on each other and I'm like you didn't fall on each other eh, but it's so cute <laughs> do you remember that scene I do I do remember the swings yes oh I freaking I freaking love it do you have any scenes that come to mind but besides like the ones I said or like the thriller one um no but the other thing too that I associate with this movie is the dollhouse 
Yes, which I mean is yeah. like the biggest thing of the movie because it has like the special magic dust on it. Yeah. And of course, got brought back in Ariana Grande's music video. Yes! Which I love, by the way. Love. Oh, I love too. Oh, so that's much. another thing too. I'm surprised that Legally Blonde was not on your list. Do you count that as a rom com? Yes, because she yeah, falls in love. Okay, yes, but like. I just feel like it's so, okay, I think I don't know what a rom-com is, because there's so many movies where I'm like, yes, she falls in love, and yes, that's like a part of the storyline, but her Mm -hmm. storyline is her finding her own, like, gaining independence from the relationship, you know? Okay, I guess. Okay, You know, it's like the romance is a big part of it, but it's not the central... The breakup, to me, is almost more important than the romance. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, no, I see. I Okay, that makes sense. You can disagree fully, because I don't know what I'm talking about, but... Because a lot of that movie is like, she's going to go to law school, and she's going to, like, show him up in his new girlfriend, and blah, 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 but then she falls in love with, like, a guy there. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of, like, her career. But the only reason why she does the career thing is because of the guy. Yes. Damn it. I don't know. But then she (laughs) finds her love for it. Did you know they're making a third one? Yes. I did see that. One of my dream musicals that I want to be in is Legally Blonde the Musical. Like, I... Yes. Oh, my gosh. That would be so much fun. Okay. So back to 13 going on 30. Just a few fun facts for you guys. So I already said one of them, um, but Judy Greer um, actually improvised like a lot of her lines for the movie, which I thought was interesting. And I guess so did Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, which I wasn't able to figure out what scenes were in- improvised, but I guess there was like a, a decent amount of improvisation. improvisation. So I thought that's really Oh, wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'm trying to think of like the movie of like what parts they could have improvised. Yeah, I don't know. I read that, so I read it in a couple different places, so it's possible it yeah. could just be like fake, but who knows? So the younger like actors and actresses they chose, I thought were very, very like well chosen and very accurate. Mm-hmm. However, the studio almost had Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo just like play their younger selves themselves which would have like not worked at all it would have been so bad (laughs) um you know what movie does that uh to all the boys i've loved before because they show the Mm. relationship between um the main character and then the the boy next door and it's like they're wearing she's like wearing pigtails and she has like glasses but it's like I know it's you. Like, I know it's you. Literally, it's not, you're not fooling anybody. I don't <laughs> like when they do that. Like, just get yeah. someone else. Like, it's not, yeah. it almost makes it, like, obviously these movies are supposed to be cheesy, but it, yeah. to me, it makes it a level that's, like, just not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. So random. So random talking about, like, the transformation from, like, kids to, like, adults. Literally so random. I, I think what franchise did it best um, were the It movies. It, the first one, and then It 2. Cause like, I've never it, seen them. Oh my, and you like thriller and horror. I know, which makes no sense. Oh yeah. my god, okay, well, Theoni, when you come back to Minnesota, we'll watch it, cause those are the only 
horror movies that I'll watch. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Wait, oh what, my God. what made I, you decide to choose it? I don't know. But it was just like drew. It drew me in. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Because Bill Hader plays one of the kids in It too, but then his younger counterpart is Finn from Stranger Things. Like the, I don't know, have oh. you seen Stranger Things? Nope. But um, I know some of the characters. Yeah, they did so well casting that because it looks like them in the older mm. movies, but it's clearly, clearly different actors. <laughs> yeah, which but, is yeah. how it's supposed to be in movies, but that's okay. Yeah. Jenna Rink was almost not Jennifer Garner. They almost cast Renee Zellweger. Shut up. Which would have been horrid. Yes, no, not... they don't even look alike. What do you mean they don't even look alike? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say you said that Renee was going to play the younger counterpart? No, Renee was going to just be Jenna Rink. Oh, so no. So Renee would like have that. been Jennifer Garner. No, I don't like that. Because Renee has blonde I'm hair, saying. right? <laughs> yes, Renee has blonde hair. <laughs> no. No, thank you. <laughs> Short and to the point. All right, on to the yeah. next one. Anyways, so the last fun fact I have for this movie is that Jenna turns 30 exactly 13 minutes into the movie, which I thought is just a cute little detail that they added in. Oh, I do like that. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Overall, I just love this movie, and I know it plays on, like, E! all the time, and it's always one of those that's on TV, but it really is yeah. worth, like, sitting down and watching because it's really good. And they just don't make rom-coms like they used to. The best rom-com I've yeah. seen in a while is Set It Up. I agree. Yeah, Set It Up was, like, the last good rom-com that I that I watched. And like we talked about last week, I still want to see The Lost City with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, but oh, mm -hmm. reminds me, I forgot about the proposal. <laughs> How am I ever going to Okay. <laughs> is 13 Going on 30 like streaming anywhere? I don't think it is. Is it? I don't know, actually. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't think it's on Netflix. But just Google it, y'all. No, it's not on yeah. Netflix, I don't think. So what's yours, okay. Selena? I promise you I have no guesses. Like, I, I really? genuinely have no idea. Seriously? I, Even after my like honorable mentions? Well, you said set it up, the proposal, and what was your other honorable mention? She's the man. Okay. It's not something I said already, right? Mm-mm. Why are you looking like that? <laughs> I don't know, because I'm trying to think okay. if, like, if I've told you this before. I don't know if I have. Okay. No, give I definitely okay. have. Okay, give me give me a second to think. I can give you a clue. It has a can number in it. Can you give me a it. clue? One, two. Is it? It's not First Wives Club, is it? Mm -mm. Is that even a rom com? I don't know. I don't think so. Can you give me the number? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give you the number. <laughs> give me a range for the number just tell me i can't do this it's, I, it's double digits 11 12 is it 17 again that's not a rom -com. no but that one's fantastic that one's good too 20 21 did i say the number already yeah, you passed it a long time ago. Oh my god, just tell me what it is. I don't know. 
Okay. I'm going to hate my myself fav- when I hear this. My favorite rom-com is 10 Things I Hate About You. You guessed that for mine. What the fuck? Why did I say that? You no, literally I said... Sa- for you, I said How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, Yep, you sure did. I'm so dumb. Selena, help me. I'm graduating tomorrow. This is not allowed. Oh my god. I literally skipped number 10 when I was counting. I know you did. I didn't even say number 10. I I know you did because I noticed. I noticed you didn't say 10 and I was like, okay. (laughs) Wait, have you seen that movie? Of course I have with Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. And <laughs> yes. I love it. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, let's not forget, right? love him. And it has like, Bernard. It has freaking Bernard. <laughs> it does have him. It does have him. It's just. If y'all want to know about my um, love of Bernard, go to my TikTok. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It is such a comfort movie for me. Like, I'll throw it on. And thankfully, they added it to Disney Plus because before it was on Netflix and then they took it off. And then in, I don't know where it went. And then it, they added it to Disney Plus. So now I just like play it in the background. And it's literally such a huge comfort for me. The movie came out in 1999. It stars Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And then Gabrielle Union is also in it too. I forgot um, that. Yeah. And then Larissa Olyanek. Which play who who she plays a sister and then David Crum Crumholtz who is Bernard <laughs> in the Santa Claus. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> As a joke, honestly, please yeah. let's just clarify. Okay. <laughs> and then here's just a quick synopsis if you guys haven't heard about this movie. Kate Stratford is beautiful, smart, and quite abrasive to most of her fellow teens, meaning that she doesn't attract many boys. Unfortunately for her younger sister, Bianca, house rules say that she do- she can't date until Kate has a boyfriend. So strings are pulled to set the door damsel up for a romance. Soon, Kate crosses paths with the handsome new arrival, Patrick Verona. Will Kate let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming Patrick? Ah! Okay, I will- so good! This movie is, like, so tropey. It's, like, so classic of, like, trying to get them together for your own motives. But then there's, like, other things happening. Like, it's so, it's so good. I love it so much. I I know. Me too. I'm just going to dive into a couple of my favorite moments in the movie. Yes. Because there are so many, but just a couple. So, one that, like, tops it all is when Heath Ledger's character, Patrick, sings Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Yes! When, like, when she's at her soccer practice, and she, it's, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> like, and it's so cute and funny and just, oh, my gosh, so amazing. Like, I, I love it. I need to go rewatch it now. You have to. It's oh god, it's such a good like good feeling movie. Like I always yeah. am just so happy watching it. I love when she breaks him out of detention. Again, like such a classic kind of like rom-com thing of like trying to like get him out and then they go on a date afterward. You know, it's yes. just like oh, it's so cute. When they go paintballing, which is super cute cuz they're like super competitive as well. 
But I will say this is the only paintball scene I will ever accept in a rom-com movie, and the hating game has nothing on this scene, okay? <laughs> I don't remember the scene from 10 Things I Hate About You, but... Wait, is it 10 Things I Hate About? No, it's 10 Things I Love... No, Hate. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one is it again? It's Hate. Okay, okay. So, don't remember that paintball scene. I do remember the yeah. one from Hating Game, though, and I wish I didn't so if that's atrocious anything it's atrocious when he takes care of her after the party because she gets drunk and they're sitting on the swings i'm like again another classic trope of like the guy taking care of the girl and i'm like (laughs) like yes we women can do whatever we want eh, but like there is nothing cuter than like in a movie or a book when the guy just like takes care of her because he just likes her so much and it's so cute i know i know i love it and then last but not least one of my favorite scenes is the poem which is like the iconic scene in the movie i literally ugly cried the first time i watched the movie and it came to that scene i like was sobbing like uncontrollably Well, was it one of the first rom-coms you'd, like, ever seen? Do you think? No. Okay. No. Because I I hopped onto the train kind of late. I think I want to say I saw it in, like, uh, high school. Like, later in high school. Okay. A couple of fun facts. So, the film is loosely based on Shakespeare's, like, play called The Taming of the Shrew. And many of the names in the movie, yeah, are based on Shakespeare and his works, which is, like, so weird. I, like, did not know that. For example, Patrick Verona, who is Heath Ledger's character, his last name is, like, a nod to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And then the sisters, their last name is, like, a nod to, like, where Shakespeare, like, grew up. Interesting. I really had no idea about that. And I don't know that story at all, so... Oh, yeah, no, I do not. I do not know that play. <laughs> the screenwriters who wrote this, Kristen Smith and Karen McCullen, got the idea for the film after seeing the success of Clueless a few years prior, which again, Clueless is fantastic as well. Although I'm sorry, I don't love when shows do this. Gossip Girl did, yo, if it's your stepbrother, I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> There's plenty of other, right. like, I'm sorry, there's so many other people out there, like, you don't need, yeah. you don't need a relative. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. oh, no, you're right. <laughs> and then fun fact, the duo, so Kristen and Karen, who were the screenwriters of this movie, they went on to create other classic rom-coms, like Legally Blonde, Ella Enchanted, She's the Man, and The House Bunny. Shut up. All of those. Isn't that crazy? Icons, and I didn't even know it. I know, right? I love Ella Enchanted. I love that movie. Like, the fact that Jesse McCartney sings at the end has my heart for, like, the rest (laughs) of time. um, Because I love Jesse McCartney. But he's gotten a little weird nowadays. But back in the day, I loved him. Um, No, it's true. Just look at his TikTok. Oh, yeah, um, it's weird. That movie's good. I always classify that, though, as, like, more of, like, a kid's movie than, like, a rom-com, you know? Yeah, me too. Just because of the story, but 
Anyways. Me too, yeah. Okay, next fun fact. Gabrielle Union, at the time of filming, she was almost a decade older than all of her other co-stars, which is crazy because she looks so young in the movie. She was 26 and everyone else was either 17, 18, or 19. She is not crazy. Even to this day, she looks so young. It's so good for her yeah. age. Like fantastic. No, you're right. You're right. How old is she right now? 40? Mid 40s? Next fun fact. It was really Heath Ledger singing, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. And that literally makes my heart melt. Because I'm like. <gasps> because a lot of the times they like make it, they almost have someone sing it where the voice doesn't even match what the person looks like. So it doesn't seem realistic. So the fact that it's actually him, I'm just like, aw, I love that. I know, right? (laughs) And then another fun fact within that fun fact, they were originally going to go with the Partridge family's I Think I Love You, but it was Heath who came to the director and was like, hey, Actually, we should do Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. And then they ran with it. Which I love. Which that scene would not have been the same. Exactly. Right? I love when actors do that. Like, I know there's something to be said about, like, yes, kind of, like, know your role and know your place. But when you're playing a character, you get to know them. Like, you add in these intricacies that, like, no one else understands but you because you're playing that character. So the fact that he – I love when actors do that, especially when, like, actors are actresses. Because then, like, when it turns into something, it's just – I don't know. It's just really cool. Yeah, and you can tell it's, like, authentic, too, when they, like, decide to do stuff. So, Julia Stiles, when she was, like, reading her poem in that, like, infamous scene, those tears were unintentional, and it only took one take. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Right? That's crazy. Crazy. But sometimes it's, like, when you you know you got it when you got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Wow, she must have really been feeling it. Like, she must have just been... Yeah, in a 2015 interview, she said, quote, I never expected that I was going to start crying. I didn't know why I did, whether it was connected to something going on at the time or if I was just overwhelmed by the whole experience of making my first big movie, end quote. So it just, like, came to her. And I was like, damn, girl, because that scene would have been so different if she didn't cry. And I think especially for, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but especially with her abrasive character, I think having that really, like, set some, like, I don't know, just showed even more emotion within her that you don't really get the rest of the movie. So I think it actually makes that moment, like, exponentially better, which I'm sure is why they ran with it, but... Exactly, yeah. Next fun fact. So, the screenwriter, Karen McCollin's high school boyfriend, actually inspired the title of the movie. She said that when they were, like, thinking of, like, what to call it, she went through her, like, old high school diaries to kind of just, like, see any, like, angsty, like, memories that she had as, like, a high schooler. In her diaries, she had, like, a list about... Her ex-boyfriend basically called Things I Hate About Anthony. That that was his name. And she showed Kristen, who was, like, the co-writer of the movie. And Kristen was literally, like, that's that's our title right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's I amazing. Love. I, I know. Isn't it? Cr- oh. 
I just love the creative process so much and like hearing about how things came to be. It's so yeah. fascinating, honestly. Yeah, because it literally so many different methods could work. And sometimes Truly. like when you're not expecting it, it'll just like come to you and it's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. The last fun fact, and it's a juicy one. Are you ready? I, <gasps> I nearly squealed when I found this. Okay. Remember how I told you that like Julia Stiles, like her tears were unintentional during that like poem reading scene or whatever. So it was revealed by the cast for the 10th anniversary that Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles actually began dating during filming, but broke up in January of 2000. And then, then the director, Gil Jugner, he was discussing Julia Stiles' performance in that, like, infamous poem reading scene. And he told some news outlet that he had asked her what, like, where did that come from? And she told him, quote, I was just thinking about that person's name that she was deeply in love with at the time. But guess what? It wasn't Heath. It was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because they dated for a little bit, too. Y'all listening, my mouth just dropped. Shut <laughs> up. So she dated Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Heath Ledger? Girl, give yes. me your secrets, honey, boo-boo bear. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. Wow. So Yeah. So was it, it, I wonder, did they break up prior to that scene so it became emotional because of that? Or was she just thinking about him? I think so. I think it was either or because in her previous quote that I said, she said, I don't know why I did, whether it was connected to something going on at the time or if I was just overwhelmed by the whole experience of making my first big movie. And so the whole, her little line of like, whether it was connected to something going on at the time, I definitely think it was about either of them, like something. It's gotta be, or maybe even like, that could so juicy. Because now I'm just like, what if there was some kind of like drama going on? Because it doesn't sound like she started dating Heath that long after they like stopped, after she stopped dating Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I don't so think so. There, there's some spice. There's some spice for sure. Yeah, I will say though that every article that I read said that the cast was like super close and like their chemistry was like off the charts and so they were all like really really good friends even though there might have been some like weird things happening that at the end of the day mm-hmm. they were like all very very great friends that's so but awesome. still juicy yeah yes yeah, still juicy still juicy yeah <laughs> yeah and that's it for my favorite rom-com movie two amazing movies even more discussed yeah. i could talk about rom-coms forever like i oh, i just yeah. love the genre because I do love serious movies sometimes, and I do love mm-hmm. my horror movies if I'm in the mood and whatever, but it, I feel the same way about books, where it's like, I like doing those things to like kind of get away from thinking, get away from like my world, and like these movies can still make you feel a lot, you know, like when you oh, yeah. said you sobbed when you saw the poem thing for the first time, but like, it just brings you so much joy to watch these kinds of movies, you know, and just like hope, and just, ah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're the best. All right, Selena. So what is our topic next week? Tell our lovely listeners. So next week, we will be doing a deep dive on a celebrity. But we're not going to tell you who right now. You'll have to come back next week to find out who we are talking about. (laughs) 
Yes, which I think it will be very, very interesting. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see, because I know when you do like a deep dive, I love, one of my favorite things about it is like figuring out timelines of things. I think that oh, yeah. stuff is so interesting. So very excited for that. Yes. Um, come back next week to find out and we'll <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.